Louis Erickson has agreed to a six-year deal with Vancouver Canucks. Yo, what up, sports fans? It's Aaron and guest host Koa. This is I Hate This Team, which is usually a Canucks podcast, but the Canucks aren't really doing that much relevant stuff, but we are going to get into some of their stuff. Koa, how's it hanging today? How you doing? Fantastic. A lot of good stuff going on today. A lot of hockey. Yes. A lot of interesting Yeah, we're recording stuff. this during the Toronto-Tampa slash Rangers-Devils games on Thursday night. Uh, before we get into the hockey, there is a little like off-topic thing I wanted to have some discourse about. Actually, this came up on my other show when we recorded earlier this week. Uh-oh. Your aid, Koa. I don't know anything you don't about know, Oh, this is... Ko, okay. Koa is a teacher, right? And he has a teacher's aid. And she <laughs> eats some truly heinous shit at work every day. Yeah. And I just... I don't know. I want to I want to hear you talk about it, man. Like, what's, what's her deal? I would love to. She's... Okay. So, she's actually a very nice person. I'm, I will start off by saying that. She's like, <laughs> yeah. She's, I got to put you on the spot. Yeah. Though, so I like, guess it's not your name associated with it. So, if anyone finds this and uh, gives you shit, well... All the power to him. Yeah, and also yeah. she shouldn't be eating like fucking sardines at work. No, I mean basically the only thing I, the only issue I have is that she's eating like gross shit, and I've said it to her face like a million times, and she doesn't <laughs> give a shit. So the, the 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 deal is that she's like so the way it works uh, for those of you not initiated uh, in school stuff, especially in the United States. So I'm a special ed teacher, <clears throat> and if you do what's called a six one one classroom, it means that there's six kids to one teacher to one eight. It's like a ratio. Mm-hmm. You are legally obligated to have an aide in your room. So in the city of Buffalo, especially in the uh, you know school I'm in, uh, the, the aides are not of uh, what you would say the, the highest quality in the world. Uh, very right. ni- very yeah. nice people, but not necessarily maybe the greatest educators in the world. It's like you know you it's like I don't know how much you make, but it's benefits whatever. She's probably the best aide I've had in like five years that I've been in the city okay. like as, a, as a person. Not bad. Relates to the kids real well. The kids really get along with her. She They listen to her. It's cool. Like she's cool. Yeah. But I would say she, I mean, she has some of the strangest uh, eating habits of any human I've ever seen. Eat sardines about four times a week, which my wife <laughs> did bring up, which my wife <laughs> did bring up a, just like a very turn of the century type of thing to be eating on a regular basis. Yeah. And also like- just fucking stinks but mercury poisoning is probably an issue because she also does tuna like on the time she's not doing sardines there's always like a fish-based meal yeah yeah eating so it's not so much that she eats weird things it's that she shouldn't be eating them in the room while it's like during class right so she'll i'll just be in the middle of a class oh it's during class it's not even like you guys are like sharing lunch in your classroom like teachers do (laughs) no 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 no. like it'll be like a it'll be like third period and she'll just crack a sardine like right in the middle of the room the kids will be like that's distracting yeah she'll be like that fucking the kids will be like that fucking stinks and she'll just she'll say stuff like "Mm, it's about to stink in here and like (laughs) and i would just all look at each other like i don't know what to do which is even weirder because, like in the in the in the in the uh, in in the winter, she'll just open the windows because she'll be like, "Well, it, it's musty in here now because I got to open the window." And it's like thirty-one degrees outside. I don't know what that is, and I can't do that in Canadian. I think but that's it's about cold. that's like freezing, right? It's roughly, like it's... roughly one degree below zero. But so then the room's just freezing and stinks like fish. So like that's a problem. And then there's also just weird combinations of things. Like she'll just eat like just onions or something. Like the one day she just what cut you... up just an onion and just ate it with like dressing on it. What? <laughs> yeah, like a white like... onion. Like Greek dressing, because uh, uh, like, I yeah, I don't know what it was that day. It was like some sort of Caesar or some some sort of Caesar dressing. But yeah, she, that she, is odd. She pulled yeah. The one day she pulled out a uh, just a full white onion and cut it up in the room, so the whole room just smelled like a fucking <laughs> like middle school armpit. And then um, 
Uh, the one day she had pre-cut onions in a bag and put them on like a sandwich that was just like some old sausage and rye bread and just made a sandwich out of that with like lots of onions. So it's just weird stuff at weird times. She ate ice cream for breakfast the other day at like 830. Also, she ate like six times a day, like six small meals throughout the day. Okay, like yeah, trying so to keep the metabolism going or whatever. There's guess, always like a but, small bolus of food. But she's like a 65-year-old late. Like, I don't know what's going <laughs> on, really. It's like and lots of just very weird shit. Like she'll just eat a whole can of black olives in a sitting. And, I'm looking uh, at your timeline right now. The <laughs> the 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 potato on the paper towel. Yeah, that was cool. There was, the, was that was 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 that pre baked or was she did she nuke it for long enough in the microwave? No, that, that was a microwave a guy that, that came in raw with her. She just has some supplies in her. Uh, <laughs> she has some supplies in her little cabinet area there where she uh, she keeps potatoes and dressing unrefrigerated, which uh, seems like it's a mm. problem. Yeah. Mm. Um, cans of random things. Uh, also drinks a kombucha every day. Some sort of uh, different random kinds okay, of kombucha. Yeah. She loves kombucha. I'm I'm like uh, I I want it to be a kombucha guy, and there's some that are fine, but it's just it's more expensive than energy drinks. It doesn't taste as good and doesn't give me as much of a caffeine boost. Like not even close. Yeah. My so, problem. My problem is that they taste bad. Uh, they taste kind of like vinegar, and I don't like them. Yeah, like I really wanted to like convince myself that no, this is good. This is something I like, but it's been uh, anytime you have to go into that cycle where you're convincing yourself that something's good, it's just not good. So you don't have to uh, drink it. I, I'm seeing the uh, the avocado chunks in the paper towel now, and <laughs> uh, apologies to any FYM listeners, but there was this guy that I worked with at a job site who had a a single use crock pot. It was you. You could only make one meal in this crock pot, just which tiny. is really fucking stupid. I, I like. I hate it conceptually, like because yeah. if you're making a crock pot, you want to like make a big chili or sure. make a pulled pork. Like it's it's got its place. And every also, single day, time out, didn't it? Doesn't it take like all day to make a crock pot meal? Yeah, so you're making you take all day guy, to make a one. This is what this fucking guy yeah. would do. He'd come into work at like six in the morning with his raw meat and his vegetables and broth or whatever uncooked in this crock pot, and he'd plug it into the receptacle in the like work trailer, <laughs> like construction, right? Like you have a trailer mm-hmm. with fucking. You know, mm-hmm. a bunch of tables, and it was like incredibly dirty and shit. And <laughs> then he would just let it cook all day until lunch at noon. And then by then mm-hmm. it's been six hours, and he has the crock pot on high, mm-hmm. and he has a stew to eat. And he ate it every day in like the dog days of summer, and was also like a loud eater. So there's like okay. a lot of slurpy sounds because it was like all kind of soup y. Yeah. So and like, one day he, he did wh- fish in it. Oh boy! Um, <laughs> and actually, our our like foreman kicked him out of the trailer because it oh, stunk so boy. bad. He's like, "You do not eat." And they go outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My ate um, some sauerkraut a couple times. That was good too. That, that's strange. And uh, yeah, one time he came in with two avocados, and then cut one open, ate the the whole avocado, mm-hmm. and then was like, "Hey, uh, I." Can you, I don't want my second avocado. Does anyone in here want an avocado? Just like offering it up to like the 40 dudes just sitting down trying yeah. to eat their lunch. Uh, anyways, again, an avocado, I, avocado doesn't feel like a food that you just eat solo. It feels like it no. goes with something. It goes in a salad. Like most of the shit yeah. that she eats would be great if you combined all six things that she ate that day into one salad. But it's like, yeah, just be for one, lunch. one meal will just be like half a head of iceberg lettuce and that's it. <laughs> And then the next one will be just onions or just olives. And then like put them all together. You could really have something. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like she'd be a big fan of a Greek salad. I, um, I, she is. I, I don't really have a, a, a transition here. Uh, let's, let's wrangle this conversation in back to hockey. Last yeah. night I went to the Calgary Wranglers versus the Abbotsford Canucks let's in go. round two of the AHL Calder Cup playoffs. Um. Wasn't the the arena? So I saw in Abbotsford they had like sold out 5K, really pop and great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. The Wranglers play at the Saddle Dome, so and big, so, so big arena, real big arena. No chance they're selling it out. It was like mainly sold out in the uh, like lower bowl, and there's like a, a a smattering of people in the upper bowl for but an NHL size for, arena. That's a really yeah. good turnout for an AHL game. I feel like yeah, like the. I don't really have my facts straight. The the Wranglers were either top in the league or conference or division for points. Mm-hmm. But they were they got like a bye through the first round. Really good hockey game. Uh 
I was like fifth row in the corner, big bone crushing hits. Uh, it's just, I guess, some things to uh, to run through. Number one, I saw a guy in a Flames jersey that had uh, the nameplate Super Tramp on the back. Okay. Are they Canadian? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, they feel like an English band. Yeah, right? Let's, let's find out. They are, yeah, English. Huh. So I don't know, like maybe Super Tramp played at the, uh, the Saddle Dome in 2021, because it said 21 on the back. Okay. Because uh, I don't know if you know this, I bid on an auction that the Canucks had to get a, it was a limited edition, it was like purple and had music notes and it had like uh, tassels on it, maybe some sequins, I kind of forget, but it was a Lizzo Canucks jersey. Sure. And uh, I had the winning bid for like 72 hours. And then the night of the auction, it like went up from 400 bucks to I think 750 was the final bid, which is you, way you out had, of my price. You had 400 I, I was, on that? Yeah, no, it was like wow. three or four hours before the auction ended. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to spend $400 on this cut off Lizzo Canucks jersey. But it was like a one of a kind thing. Anyways, maybe it was mm-hmm. something like that. As for the actual game, uh, Dennis Wolf, the Flames goaltender. Yes, up and coming. Uh, yeah, he won league MVP, and I can see why. He was absolutely fucking beastly. There oh, so was he was playing point... in this game. I didn't realize he was back Yeah, back yeah, yeah. He's uh, They've been riding him all year. He There was one point where somehow there were two Canucks in front of the net, completely open. All four like uh, Wranglers players were like glommed on to whoever the Canuck was. They passed out in front of the net. They have like two, three, four seconds, completely alone, right in front of the uh, the crease, nobody around them. They make him go cross crease, and he stones him absolutely cold. I thought there was, I thought he was going to get a shutout. They, they, it was one nothing going into the third period. Mm-hmm. Canucks tied it after like, like he let off a rebound, went in pretty good. Wranglers come back. Speaking of rebounds, Spencer Martin, who is the Canucks backup for <laughs> most of the of season, rebounds. Uh, he looked shaky as hell. He made okay. like some good saves, but his rebound control I thought looked well. quite poor. Um, and he, there's this guy Klapka who's like six seven and doesn't seem particularly good at hockey. He's just like yeah. tall, big guy, He's incredibly tall, big guy, big and, strong uh, guy, big beautiful guy, <laughs> massive wonderful fireman. <laughs> some people are uh, saying he's bad. I'm saying he's good. <laughs> they come up to me and they hug me. <laughs> Uh, he came in and got a shot and Martin left off like the biggest rebound in the world. And he like got his own rebound and shot into the net. Hmm. Uh, Atu Ratu, who came back in the Bo Horvat trade. Okay. Kind of centerpiece. He had a absolutely killer shot that went in and tied it. And then, uh, the Canucks lost in overtime. Uh, Jacob Peltier, who famously Daryl Sutter, uh, forgot who was, well he didn't i don't know if he forgot but he someone asked he had his nhl debut right do you see this you see <laughs> this forgot about he this? played forgot he existed no no they were like what did you think of pelche he was like who's that was like <laughs> you know guy on your team plays first game I was like oh, i didn't know some he's just he's i mean like okay i don't Such watch a prick, I, I don't watch a lot of west coast hockey because it's on real late here and uh, yeah. don't, and we don't play them a lot but uh in the few times that the sabers have played them and i've seen him in press conferences he's fucking hilarious uh i did see the one comment where like uh what happened in the second period when he went off the ice man he goes i had to take a shit <laughs> He just rules. I kind of like his vibe. Do people dig him there? Is he like a fan uh, favorite or do they, they not like him because he's too grumpy? It depends. He was. So, I mean, he came back and he really helped the Flames underlying numbers and they missed the playoffs. And then last year they won the Pacific Division and looked mm-hmm. great until the Edmonton series. Right. Yeah. So there was definitely a lot of goodwill. And I think there's also nostalgia, right? Because he was their coach when they went to the 2004 yep. finals. And he was the coach in LA when they won too, right? No? Yes, yeah, he won yeah. the cups in LA. And so like he came back with his cup pedigree and he you know, he's a good old Berta boy. So I think sure. there was a lot of fans when he came but he he mismanaged the team so much this year. Yeah. Um did you see there was a, a report from Darren Dredger yesterday that there's I guess like light rumblings that there are 
Calgary Flames players that will refuse to come back even if they're under contract if Daryl Sutter's the coach next year? I did see that. And that's what kind of why I asked if people like him there because I didn't know if he was like someone that was... Uh, I, I think know. he bungled it so hard this year that he's lost a lot of that goodwill. Hmm. But like, as we were talking about on the Patreon episode, patreon.com slash I hate this team, uh, <laughs> he, or not he, Calgary fans aren't as diehard. They're, uh, I think, a lot right. more casual. So it's hard to get a sense, I think, of what the bulk of Flames fans want. Like, Which, just, By the way, I was thinking about that too because we talked about it the other day. It seems completely insane. Because there's just, that's their team. That's the team they have. I mean, besides the C, uh, CFL team? I mean, what else? Yeah, yeah. This, the fuck this, else this, are you guys doing up there? It's the Flames and it's the Stamps. And then it's uh, the Cavalry, which is our league underneath MLS for soccer. No, thank you. And then we have okay, like a Canadian going. Basketball Expansion League team. Which... <laughs> Canadian Basketball League? I'm sorry. I don't want to be one of these American pricks that just uh, is laughing at Canadian things, but like I didn't even know there was a Canadian Basketball I, it, League. I think it's C-E-B-L, the Canadian Elite Basketball League. Uh, yeah, I got tickets like to it. a game. The art, the Calgary Surge has one, two players, last I looked. Okay. Um, one had a tryout to the Denver Nuggets D-League team, I want to say. Oh, didn't make the D-League. Yeah, so mm. that's kind of the... It's where you're at. The 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 tier of play that we uh, we have. All the more um, reason to be uh, diehard about the uh, the uh, Flames, which just seems flames, very odd. Yeah. I, I would have, if, if you had a uh, gun to my head, I would say that people are just fucking bananas about the Flames up there, but I guess not. Yeah, I mean, like... The, the, the the games are well attended, but Do I just don't think out? there's as much I mean, of a, a passion. Uh, I think really? it's like technical sellouts, but like you go and there's like a bunch of empty seats still type of thing. Hmm. I mean, we yeah. ran in, we ran into that a little, but we've also been like the worst team in the league for like fucking fifteen years. So yeah, no, it's like I worked 11. on a really large job site last year when we had the Battle of Alberta, and there were certainly Flames fans, but the most like in your face, like I like need my team to win fans for the Edmonton fans that were walking around. Yeah. Yeah. We know what, speaking of which, how about that uh, hockey? Yes. Um, a <laughs> couple more notes about oh, the, yeah, no, my scouting report. Uh, so Atu Ratu, um, he had that goal, which was a beautiful like snapshot top corner, like hell of a shot. What position and he had is another this guy? Center. Okay. Yeah, he was um when he was like fourteen or fifteen, they thought he was like consensus number one overall pick. He's like a Finnish dude. Hmm. And then he was drafted, I want to say in twenty nineteen. Uh it was one of the or maybe it was twenty twenty. It might have been a COVID draft, but he lost some development time due to COVID. And in his like draft eligible year, he dropped from like the, you know, top five pick to a mid second rounder. Yeah. So like a lot of the tools are there. They think they need to work on skating. He played on a line with, I believe it was Arshdeep Baines. And who's the other guy? Oh, uh, Klimovich, mm. who was a Canucks high second round pick a couple of years ago. Re- very bizarre pick. There were a lot of like consensus good picks on the board, but fucking Jim Benning saw him play at a tournament. He's Belarusian. And it was like one of those not main tournaments. They were playing against like lower level competition and he was beastly. Yeah. And he's got all the raw tools, but not really like the hockey sense or defensive mm. awareness, though he's been better this year. I see. He scored I think he scored like eighteen goals in the AHL as a as a uh twenty year old. I you know what I or did maybe hear sixteen. I, I did hear some uh kind of Canucks related news because I was watching some Swedish looking at some Swedish hockey stuff on there and they were talking yeah. about the world championships and they said something that Elias Pettersson makes so much money that the Swedish yeah, Hockey Association insured. can't get insured for him to play, so he can't yeah. play. How wild yeah, no, is that? He wanted to go play. That's so Holy crazy, shit. man. I mean, good um, for him for making that much money, but I've never yeah, even heard of like that. Get before. your bag. Yeah, because I think his actual salary, not like cap hit this year, is like ten million bucks. So it's his whole be contract very... is like whatever ninety million dollars or whatever the hell it is. Um, well, he signed a bridge deal, so oh. I think it's just a, a measly uh, twenty-four mil. What a yeah, loser! Klimovich had had seventeen goals and twelve assists in his. Nice. Uh, yeah, How, like, so like, if, if you had to overall rate where the Canucks system is right now with prospects and everything, like where would you let letter grade? Oh, what it's would really you... bad. Okay, great. 
Yeah, no, the 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 athletic did their um you know, team rankings for for prospect pools. Well, you said they the Canucks, already don't like the goalie, so that's a great place to start. They uh well, they do have one good one good prospect goalie. They actually signed a second guy out of uh Sweden's second league, Alsvenska, who could be pretty good as well. Um Silovs, yeah, he could be quite. Anyways, neither here nor there. Yeah. Um no, they were like 26 in the NHL. So all the other teams around them were like Colorado, Tampa, like all these teams that have been mm-hmm. winning Boston Bruins that like haven't been picking high because they uh, are like all the perennial time. like cup winners, contenders, etc. Yeah. Um, and then there's like the Canucks are like the only like mm. mediocre team that's that low. So it's pretty bad. Uh, I mean, they've been taking some steps to improve it, but we'll see. I mean, on the upside uh, though, Vancouver boys in general have been doing well in the NHL at large, right? Yeah, it kind of uh, makes Sa- it worse. <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam Reinhardt, your boy scored. Uh, Morgan Riley, I believe, is a Vancouver guy. Uh, Kerfoot, yep. I think, is a Vancouver guy. I I don't know about Kerfoot. A lot of the, like the young players too. Like obviously, you have Connor Bedard. You have Macklin Celebrini, who's expected to go first overall next year, maybe yep. second overall. I didn't know Kent Johnson uh, Bedard was a Vancouver. Um, yeah. Oh, that's that's like the the cruelest thing about this year <laughs> and how the Canucks. Manage everything down the stretch, playing yeah. fucking JT Miller twenty three minutes a night, playing Quinn Hughes twenty eight minutes yeah. a night. Like they can just play abnormal amounts. You have a generational talent who's like he's a diehard Canucks fan. If you didn't know that as well about yeah. Connor Bedard, wow, yeah, I did he, not know uh, that. He there's like a clip from earlier in the year where he was asked like, "Hey, so who do you think's going to win the Stanley Cup?" And it was like when the Canucks had their awful start from like zero and seven. He's like, "Vancouver Canucks." Yeah. And his like teammates were laughing at him. He's like, "No, whatever. They're my team. Like, I, I have Ugh. to, I have to believe." And like, uh, the Canucks' longtime color analyst who'd been doing like the games for twenty years. He's no longer going to be doing the regional broadcasts. Mm-hmm. I think he might be doing like the occasional national one because he's like seventy. John Garrett. Okay. And. Uh, Fucking Connor Bedard posted an Instagram story of a picture of like the Canucks color commentator and just said legend on his last game being broadcasted. Like he's like such a big Canucks fan and uh, the Canucks have basically everything in their power to make their odds worse. Well, I guess uh, the one thing I can bring here is somewhat of a Sabres perspective. And I can tell you that we watched uh, Pat Kane, uh, Buffalo native, uh, Mm -hmm. South Buffalo native, uh, basically just dominate. Uh, for the last however many years, and just yeah. win like three straight, just uh, sickening stuff, really. Well, it's disgusting. Okay. So wherever so, he goes, it will be incredibly sad because I've I've done that. I've done it. This, this is a this is a, well, the Canucks still have a three percent chance, the lowest chance of still being able to get him. Cool, but uh, that's why you got to hope that he goes somewhere really bad, like um, Columbus. Ugh, Actually, Columbus might be. He's like homies with Kent Johnson, who's another Vancouverite, and then. You know, they could get good real quickly with Bedard, but I want him to go somewhere that's like real bad. And so he doesn't uh, want to stay there forever. And when he's like 27, can sign yeah, with Vancouver. Doom. Well, you know, and uh, also, that's Col- the dream. Columbus uh, as a city, I've been there, is nice. Like it's a sneaky city. You don't oh, think really? It, you don't think it's going to be as cool as it is. And then you go there and it ends up being really cool. I liked it a lot. And I love uh, being negative about stuff. So this is, uh, I, it was cool. I had a great time there. Um, would I, if I were an NHL player, want to play in Columbus? Absolutely not. I don't know. I just, the vibe isn't, doesn't seem right. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm uh, crazy. No, I think you're, I think a lot of, well, that's why I don't know why, why, would, why did Johnny, yeah, deal. why did Goudreau want to go there? I don't know. Just because he was, didn't want to be near He wanted to be more East Coast and he wanted to be in the U.S. And Philly fumbled the bag by acquiring Tony right. D'Angelo right before when they knew Gaudreau wanted to go there. Yeah. Uh, so he had too much money in Rasmus Ristolainen. Yeah. <clears throat> poor guy. That I, that would be another good place for, for Bedard to go, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Because he'd be getting coached by Tortorella. So, love to see it. He's yeah. up and down like a toilet seat. Uh, maybe they'd even trade him for like, anyways. <laughs> uh, I The thing I wanted to say about this goddamn Wranglers game. Go ahead, Wranglers. Is, <laughs> besides when uh, that shot that Atiratu missed and then the one that went in, I don't think their line played very much. I didn't look up ice time. I don't even know if that's posted. AHL box scores. But mm-hmm. it seemed like they were barely on the ice. And if they were on the ice, they weren't really doing much. 
Um, so that's kind of a shame. Um, and then Nils Hoaglander was looked like a man amongst boys. He looked so fucking good. It's a crime that he isn't in the... It, sorry. It would be a crime if he is not in the NHL next year based on how he's playing in the AHL. His... Uh, what did I want to say? His first period especially looked good, but he was just such a generator. It seemed like whenever he had the puck, uh, they were in the offensive zone. Calgary played really good defense and limited chances, but uh, they looked great. And uh, there was, I think, one maybe defensive gaffe, but it was because he was being cute with his own entry. And the entry worked, but then like the defender got him. So like, And he back-checked really hard to get it back. So two thumbs up for Nils Hoaglander. Um, oh, yeah. Calgary, new arena deal got announced. So I saw that, you know, avid nice. listeners to the show will know that I, I dropped a little, uh, little news bomb. I got from a, a reliable source that there's only one that I reported on, but there's two pieces of thing, or two pieces of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two Go pieces ahead. of information. I was told, uh, the first is that Daryl Sutter is going to be the next GM, which would be incredibly funny. Uh-huh. Uh, and my I mean, DMs have been just it. absolutely blowing up since we've dropped this heat, and it's uh, too much, uh, actually. I had to shut uh, <laughs> Your sarcasm hurts, dude. Um, <laughs> but uh, that'd be really funny. The other thing was that there was going to be a new arena, like the deal got approved, and construction was going to start in three years. Now... Like three days after that, they announced that there's going to be the the arena deals back on, and there hasn't been a date. But I heard on the CBC, like in between, I guess Sportsnet, not CBC. Yeah. Anyways, uh, David Amber, the host, says I'm hearing 2027, which is three and a half years. So maybe, yeah. okay. maybe. Uh, but I think that adds a little bit of. Uh, I believe the. The info that I heard a bit more after all that. So, will it also be saddle shapes? No, the no. saddle shapes a big, big problem. Is you know it? this? Yeah, no, because of the it because it is like concave snow. Uh, no, it's like uh, well, maybe snow as well. I know like the roof's like faltering, which is uh, not good for the arena. One of the reasons why they they need a new one, but uh, when musical acts come through it one has really bad acoustics okay so bands sound like shit and then usually like the stage shows there's like a height thing with like the screen and other doodads that they have going on pyrotechnics whatever yeah and all that stuff doesn't properly fit in the saddle dome yeah so we get the occasional major tour i know like rod stewart's coming here in the summer that is major but yeah, almost every time there's like a big show, like uh, Depeche Mode, for example, oh, when they're swinging through Alberta, uh, they're wish, only doing Edmonton, not Calgary. I wish I had the $3,800 to sit in the nosebleeds to see that. Uh, I really did. We almost we, went to New York City. I would love. Uh, you went. You went in yeah, uh, no, Montreal, I went, I went right? to Quebec yeah, City. Quebec, yeah. Uh, I like waited for the pre-sale to go on, like timer. I was like on the website refreshing. And we got floor seats for two fifty each. Holy shit! That's yeah, terrific. In, in, in fact, the Edmonton tickets—it's like not as good of a floor seat, but it's like similarly priced. And that's in Canadian. So, wow. holy if shit! If you want to see them, like, don't go Madison Square Garden. Don't go. Yeah, to the that's, that was Bowl. a problem. We were, we were trying to go to New York. It was really, really bad. But I'm man. I'm. I was looking at like the real good floor seats. It's like yeah. three grand each. Yeah. It's insane. Absolutely. Not great. Um, they put on a fantastic show, though. It was I, I I I rank it among some of the best concerts I have been to. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, one last Canucks thing. Their first round pick from last year, Jonathan Lakaramaki, has been popping off mm. in the Alsvenska, which is like one league below the SEL mm-hmm. in their playoffs. He yesterday just he scored the game winner uh, in the finals to push a game six. He's over a point per game in the playoffs by, I believe, one. And this is important, Koa, because he shit the bed this year. Right. His team was relegated to like the second division. And he he plays on the same line with your guys' first round pick from last year. 
<clears throat> Matt Savoy, you mean? No, he's not. Uh, Noah no. Ostland. Noah Ostland, I think, right? No? Yes, Ostland. That's the guy. Anyways, plays yeah. on his team. He's his winger on that line. And, uh, yeah, we were expecting him to dominate. And then he got mono. And mm. then when he came back, he looked bad. And then he got a concussion and came back and looked bad. And he might have got a second concussion. I forget. <laughs> but uh, to see him, like, Fuck. pop off in the playoffs, like, one, when it matters. And yeah. then two... Like, um, when he uh, had such a bad year is uh, very encouraging that they didn't completely bungle their uh, their first pick from last year. Sabers also, uh, by the way, though, just as a as a just a a, a side note, have mm-hmm. great stuff looking down. I mean, we have we have we were really excited about our guys Lucas Rusek. Uh, whose looks fantastic. They brought him up to Buffalo one game and he had like three points or something like that or a, a goal and an assist or something like that. Looks really great. Okay. Like he, could, he could play next year. Um, Isaac Rosen is also looking pretty good over there. Um, uh, that uh, Kisasov dude from a couple of years ago is, is uh, not too bad. Uh, and uh, who's that? There's his own powers guy. Well, he's they, he just came straight up. He didn't have to go to Rochester. Come on. And then Matt Savoy is going to be <laughs> Matt Savoy is going to be a fucking freak. Uh, so we already got, and I mean our team's already the youngest team in the league. Once we lose um, all of our old boys this year, well, they're they're saying they want to bring back some of them. Not oh, so you a- you asked about the Canucks prospect pool earlier. Yeah. So remember Josh Bloom, who you gave up to yes, acquire? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I do Stillman. recall that. So uh, the athletic has him ranked as the Canucks' seventh best prospect. Jeez, yeah. So I would have rather not he, made that trade, but hey, but here's the other thing: we have so much coming down the pipe, and we already have so many forwards here that like we're not going to be able to develop all these people. We need to package these dudes up and get rid of them and do something with them. And I'd like them to get some defensemen if we could, because our defense sucks. Well, our, our at least our third pairing sucks real bad all the time. Yeah, I mean, of all like the problems to have on your roster, I think that's uh, oh, there's that's a, there's serviceable D men everywhere. We're looking around, that's, and that's the thing is, uh, you know, now that we have an actual goalie prospect who could possibly be really good, and also when I was doing more research on him too, the wolf guy kept coming up, the wolf man, I'll call him. Uh, oh, that that was a funny thing that the crowd did that I enjoyed is whenever he made a save, the crowd would go, "Woo!" Oh wow, you just clipped or, out. Or, or, you just howled so much that you clipped out. I, I think it will be good in my recording still. Uh, my Discord noise gate is a bit higher. Okay, well. Um, so that that's cool. Oh, yeah, that was another fucking bizarre thing from the game is uh, Canucks defense prospect Jet Wu got mm-hmm. speared in the groin in front of the net. <laughs> and the guy that speared him in the groin was assessed a five-minute major, as sure. you do. Sure. And the the crowd was doing like the ref, you suck, mm-hmm. ref, you suck. And then, I, for whatever reason, whenever I'm at a hockey game, I'm always sat like in front of the most fucking boneheaded moron yeah, that yells shoot and mm-hmm. like keeps telling the team to do really stupid stuff that like <laughs> never happens in hockey games. Yeah, and is like explaining why they should do this stupid thing that never happens to his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And. uh Wu came on like three minutes into the five minute major. All right, two minutes, whatever. He came on midway through and was like playing because he got hit in the nuts. He didn't get a head injury. And the crowd started booing, and the fucking <laughs> moron behind me is like, oh, yeah, he must have been real hurt. He was down on the ice acting like, and now here he out here is skating, playing the game. And like the crowd was booing him. And then fucking. Rest of the game, right? At even strength, yeah, they didn't notice that Jet Wu was on the ice and wouldn't boo him when they had the puck. <laughs> but for whatever reason, when they got a power play, the audience started booing him again. <laughs> it was just—it was so stupid. I didn't, he, didn't get it. Either boo him all the time or not at all. <laughs> Fuck. Inconsistent. Yeah. And you think morons would understand getting hit in the nuts more than normal people? I feel like that would happen more to stupid people, right? Getting yeah. hit in the nuts. I don't know why. <laughs> you don't see you don't see geniuses getting hit in the nuts real hard all the time. Um, so going around the league, 
Let's go oh, around it that is league. The playoffs have uh, what have you been watching? What's caught your eye in the playoffs so far? Well, I've Do you still it. have like the new playoff sheen that it had last time we talked. No, it's you know it's scrambled a bit, right? It seems like well, number one thing that has pissed me off quite a bit because it affected the Toronto series so seriously was that the refing has been fucking atrocious. There's yeah. been some really, really bad calls and, and calls in situations where it really affected the outcome of at least two or three games for sure, and the Toronto game being one of them, but really bad stuff. There's a really bad call in the Boston game the other day, like a, like a non-contact call, just really, really weird shit. Like, I don't know if yeah, you're getting the, a direct the one that the got league. me the most was uh, the McCarr hit that was yes. suspended, on, suspended on Jared McCann. A clean like, hit. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> you're trolling me. A totally like, clean hit. That That is absolutely a five-minute major. Yeah, it's fine. And I think even to uh, only be a one-game suspension is kind of crazy as well. I, I think that's a two-gamer right there. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, even even the bunting thing for three games, whatever you think that is, that's yeah, that's interesting compared to what like, some of the other shit you've seen. But I mean, some of the some of the non calls that were uh, made, or some of the calls that weren't penalties, I would say, like so, like in the Minnesota game, there were two different calls on Felino where the one he didn't even fucking make contact with the guy. He tried to hit him. They called him for a trip, and he got high sticked in the face while he was trying to hit the guy, and they called Whoa. him for a penalty. You can go back and look at it; it's fucking wild. Huh. And it, they ended up losing the game because of that. Now Dallas is basically it's, uh, it's, got a stranglehold on him. Huh? <laughs> Thank you. I did not mean uh, that was an, on purpose. Okay, uh, that is the series I've watched the least of. Um, how's how's it been looking? How's Dallas? We're, 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 we we did can they run it down scary? right now. I think Gal- yeah. Dallas is uh, Dallas has turned it on. I think uh, I'm, I'm I'm referencing my playoff notes right now, which I've been taking. Okay, yes, you can nice. hear them right here. Um, and also my wife uh, yesterday goes, is there hockey every day? That's what she asked me. And I said, yes, <laughs> I have to do this for work now. And uh, it is, it's kind of exhausting, man. Oh my the, God. Tampa the, just hit the post. Yeah. Well, they're up to one right now. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is kind of, exa- the first round especially is very exhausting. Just a fuckload of hockey, but I really like it. It's uh, it, the greatest time of the year. It's like, so, how am I going to eat all this ice cream and candy? Just, like It's a good too much to have. Yeah, right? it's, gr- it's fantastic. But uh, so, okay. So wild series. Uh, the wild came out of the gate looking great, but I think the stars really kind of started turning the corner and turned it on a little bit. I mean, Pavelski's out. Obviously, Sagan is kind of getting going. But Rupe hints. Rope hints? Rope? Rupe? I think it's Rupe. Rupe hints. Five games. He has four goals, seven assists, 11 points in five games. Just going fucking straight off. Um, Ottinger looks real, real good. Had a shutout. Oh, yeah, a shutout, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, they're right now they're up three, two, they're probably going to shut it down. I think next game, um, the wild are kind of just, they're kind of losing, losing steam a little bit. It feels kind of like the, um, uh, Vegas golden Knights series a little bit to me where the jets came out hot and now they look real limp dick. But I would say if I had, if I was a betting man and I am, I think Dallas, <laughs> I think Dallas is going to win that. Um, what else we got then, here? The, so the the other one that I haven't watched quite as much of, like I missed the entire last game, Vegas and Winnipeg. Are they going to close it out tonight, Cole? Yeah, yeah, they're fucking dead yeah, in the water. It's, it's they're over. fucking dead in the water. Shifley's out for game five, I believe. Morrissey's out, and it and you know no Morrissey. I'm not in anymore yeah. either. You know what I mean? No, I'm a big no. Morrissey game. I'm a big Morrissey guy. I can separate the art from I- the artist. <laughs> Uh, so, but th- John Marsolo stuff doesn't doesn't hit as hard. <laughs> Not the it. same. Uh, but Vegas again. Which, Vegas was a slow starter. They look kind of shitty, right? They were uh, the first game or so, and they've really been turning it on. Uh, I think they're going to probably close it out. Is that tonight? Yeah, that's tonight. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's Ten o'clock game. It might have just started. Yeah. I feel bad because Winnipeg. I like them, and I want to like them even more. But they just. Uh, just, they got they got no juice it, right it's now. It's Jover. This was like their last kick at the can with this roster. And yeah, I think they're going to. I mean, to they turn came out over. strong, but they they needed they needed a hellbuck to put in a a a, a Dustin Wolf type performance. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they haven't got it, unfortunately. No. Have you watched any videos of Johnny Marr playing like Smith songs? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's I don't I watched them. I think oh that's cute. It's very Look cute, at him but go, it's not but the he's same. Like, 
He's like the guy that wrote Big Mouth Strikes Again on the guitar or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, look at him go. He's singing it. <laughs> well, it's like watching uh, fucking high-flying birds or whatever. They're not Oasis, and they never will be. There's just something yeah. magical that's missing from that. I actually had... Uh, my wife bought Johnny Marr tickets for us to go see him when they were here, and then she accidentally had something else to do, and I had free tickets, and we were sitting here with a bunch of dudes, and we could have all gone, and we were all just drinking and hanging out, and we just went, ah, we're going to stay here. Oh, damn. So I guess that tells you what I really think about Johnny Marr. He's, uh, gr- he's great, but it's like, you know, you need, yeah, the, you need the chocolate like and the cool peanut guy. butter together, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I, I went and saw Morrissey live, and it was phenomenal. I would do that, too. Uh, so... I mean, he's, he's, he's fucking garbage, and I love him. Yeah, uh, it. <laughs> Johnny Marr came here though, and this was years and years ago, and I was like trying to justify the purchase, but I was like a broke ass twenty three year old. Yeah, and tickets to see him at like a bar were it was like eighty nine dollars. Yeah, and no, like no. And, like just to, uh, no, like if like I mean obviously if it was Morrissey that's worth it, but to oh see him sing a couple of Smith songs, no. Uh, with like not as strong of solo work, I don't think. No, not even close. Uh, moving on moving to on. the what else we got? Avalanche, uh, Seattle series. Yeah, talking about more limp dick series. I mean, I guess it depends on what's uh, way you're looking at it. But Seattle is just—they look unreal to me. They're so fun. They're rolling mm-hmm. four lines. They look great. Uh, who knew they were this good? I did not watch them all year because, again, I don't watch a lot of West Coast hockey. But I, they... I watched them beat the shit out of Vancouver <laughs> twice, and then once they beat the shit out of them and somehow lost because Pedersen just decided in the third period that they were gonna he was gonna yeah. win them the game, and he had like two goals and an assist to finish, or he had like a four point nine or something. Anyways, they They've... I like. I knew they were good, but I didn't know they were this good, man. It doesn't. It's not like a lights out, like all star show type of thing. It's like feels like a real team effort, which is fun from a young team like this in a city that's not used to the playoffs or hockey in general. I guess really, it's fun to watch everybody get involved. It all feels new to them, so it's like yeah. a real fun thing, especially to especially to go out there and just fucking just grease up the uh, Stanley Cup the champions like chance. this. Yeah, well, it's and I think it's especially important for the Kraken because like. Seattle's a big football town. Yeah. And the Mariners are better now. And it's, what's the deal with them getting the Supersonics back? Like that's, is that going to happen? All but it, apparently it's all but inevitable. <gasps> uh, there's like nothing official, but that was like one of the big things with climate pledge. Good for where them. Where they'll be like sharing the, uh, the arena with a basketball team, presumably. So I've heard that from like, uh, so I listen to a lot of Vancouver sports talk radio, obviously. Yeah, for sure. And so they always have like Seattle people on. And that's what like every Seattle like beat reporter says is it's very important for the Kraken to get their like teeth in now before basketball comes back. Mm-hmm. Because if like they don't care, they're really not going to care when basketball's there. And uh, I guess there was an ad for the playoffs on, I forget if it was Seattle TV or radio, but they were showing must've been TV cause it was clips, but it was like showing great moments from like the Seahawks winning the super bowl and like, uh, you know, Mariners playoff baseball and Sonics clips, whatever. And then at the very end, they show the crack and are like, Hey, we're in the playoffs too. Like wonder what we were going to do. <laughs> they don't have any- and so it was like playing on the sports history of Seattle. So, well, there's no history yet, but I'm telling yeah. you if, even if they don't do jack shit after this series, if they can beat the avalanche, who I yes they're a little banged up or whatever but if they can go out there and do this do what they're doing to them uh that's pretty impressive that's a nice little feather in your cap and you could just yeah you, you could call well, it a says, night after this it says it a lot moving on it'd be very interesting if you get a a Vegas Seattle the two expansion teams yeah. going at it in the second round cool and I like, love, I do love their jerseys I think they're fucking cool oh we, we got a little dust up in the, little, in the Toronto dust game up do you see Matthews the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. No, like I, at first I was a bit of a hater for the Kraken jerseys. Like Same, they, they they're like toothpaste colored, right? It, it grew on but me. Those, I don't know why. Yeah, no, like the dark home ones. I love that, the dark like, home ones, and I love that color. It's, the, there's two tones of teal on it, and it kind of works for me. I don't know. I like yeah. it. I like it. It's got I, a very I wish Seattle the road vibe. ones were less white and more teal. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. So hopefully they they do that in the future. But uh, what else? They, Here, I'm looking. They're just a, like very likable. Yeah, um, they're just a likable team. Uh, a lot of fun kids having fun out there. The other thing about that series, did you read, and this just came out like right before we were recording. Yeah. That, so Valerie Nachushkin, 
Mm-hmm. He uh like could I think game three, yeah, didn't play in game three because of a personal problem. Mm-hmm. And then it said he like left the team and that he wouldn't be coming back anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And then like people were assuming it was like a death in the family. And then there was a bit of information that came out that it was like maybe it's something suspect. Mm-hmm. So a woman was found so intoxicated in Avalanche Ford, Valerie Natushkin's hotel room Saturday oh, that boy. a team doctor called for an ambulance to take her to a hospital, according to the Seattle Police Department report obtained Thursday by the Denver Post. I am reading, yeah, from the Denver Post. Um, he didn't play and hasn't appeared since. So kind of crazy that it's the team doctor. Holy like, shit. That's who you like, call how when does, you think how does someone's... The team, how does the team doctor get involved, right? Well, so he the team employs... Be- I'm thinking, yeah. so he's partying. He's going nuts. He's going nuts yeah, to this chick. She do. goes, and uh, he wakes up. He goes, oh, fuck, this chick might be dead. And then he goes, I'm going to call the team doctor because he just doesn't yeah. want it to get out, right? He probably thinks, well, if she's right, fucked like, up, maybe he can do something in her. the room. Yeah, he can do something yeah, in the room. Yeah, like whatever. It must have been bad if he's calling the team doctor, right? Holy shit. Team employees found the woman uh, when they went to check on Nishushkin in his room at the Four Seasons Hotel, blah, blah, blah. The team doctor felt she was too intoxicated to safely leave the hotel in a cab and called 911 at about 3.20 p.m. local time. 3.20 p.m.? Yeah. Wow. I didn't notice that my first time reading. I think I just glanced over and assumed it was a.m. Boy, I wonder if that's um, a typo, because that's a wild story. Here's where it gets like a bit more bizarre. Okay. A 28-year-old woman, uh, the post is not identifying, told authorities she was from Russia and was born in Ukraine. And she should never have come to the United States that some guy took her passport and that he was a bad person, according to the incident report. What? She was taken to the hospital after officers found she was too intoxicated to take care of herself. Uh, the incident, uh, there's no, they're not aware of any family connections between the two of them. Mm-hmm. It wasn't immediately clear what substance she had used. Oh, boy. Uh, so the, the first responders don't test, and then all testing's done at the hospital, and that wasn't released. And then the even more bizarre thing, at yeah. like after the first, second and first ones, so the police department spokesperson said that there's no criminal investigation from the incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, the police report that the woman did hit the team doctor, but the doctor doesn't want to press charges. He probably deserved it. And a lieutenant with the department said that uh, there was one of the two officers traveling the team that there's no reports of any criminal interactions. So then, then why is he out? Yeah, even stranger, right? Avalanche coach Jared Bednar um, said that his ongoing absence from the team is not disciplinary and is not related to legal issues. It's just so vibes. It, it's vibes related. Vibes <laughs> related, and then he leaves? Like, yeah, it bad sounds vibes. like there's some like, crazy fucking mafia human trafficking shit, but like, he's not involved in it at all? Or was it just like... Maybe... Friend, uh, like, who okay. the hell knows, right? Maybe he's got diarrhea. Yeah, and like a team spokesman declined to make a comment... Uh, the team is uh, the, t- the the team has made it clear his cl- uh, his client does not want the t- uh, he's not with the team for personal reasons is all they're saying and there's also no timeline for his return uh, according to Jared wow. Bednar. So he gets so, involved. In, so he gets involved in little human trafficking and now all of a sudden he can't play hockey. This is stupid. Yeah, they're fucking these millennial pussies, fucking losers, just don't know how to play the games. Walk like, it uh, off, like when you were a kid. You trafficked her. Um, deal with the consequences. You know, play the game. But I got. I I have to think like, okay, if you're playing like a big team sport, if like someone on your team is going through some personal shit, like <laughs> I don't really care. But it's kind of yeah. fuck up the vibes a little bit. Like when yeah. you're on the road all that time, big time right? For sure. Absolutely. And I mean, they're also missing a really good player who was instrumental in them winning the cup last year. So wow, they're fucking, yeah. they're cooked, by the way. So fuck them. We work this off. Uh, You're going to have plenty of time to work on your human trafficking case in uh, one more game. Speaking of cooked, the Los Angeles Kings. <laughs> no, not they, yet. Oh, not, they fumbled the bag so hard. Not blowing that yet. Lead they're in not game cooked five. yet. I mean, that or was not game five, game four. It was listen, game four. Edmonton right? is fucking yeah. explosive. They can go off at any minute. We all know it. It's fucking crazy. I mean, look, the, the, again, look at these. Look at these lines. Drysaitel, five games. He's got six goals, four assists for ten points. McDavid, five five games. Fucking got two, unreal. Two goals, six assists for eight points. I mean, they just are. Bet the over, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is not a betting podcast, uh, but holy shit. 
I, I feel like they... <sighs> Seattle just needed to win game four so bad. And when Edmonton stormed back, like the way they stormed back, yeah. and then just how fucking dominant they were in game, game, uh, I guess, five there. Yeah. Like, I I don't see them losing two in a row now. But it's the, uh, it, the, the thing is, is if they're capable of putting their foot on the gas like that, how come they're not doing it all the time? That's questionable. The, I mean, they fair let, enough. They let LA fucking walk all over them for a couple games there, like in a row where they looked fucking bad. Like I, it, it, real bad. So I mean, it, it just feels like they're they're heating up, right? Like the, you have Evander Kane producing now. You have Zach Hyman producing mm-hmm. now. So if they're getting secondary scoring, they're having Zach and, Hyman's Zach Hyman's face is producing. Did you see him get hit right in the face with oh, a shot yeah, and went that, directly in the net? What <laughs> are the? I, I, so you I, you probably don't hear the the Canadian broadcast of that, right? Uh, I don't know. No, like no, whatever. It was, the, it was yeah, like TBS LA or whatever. One. Yeah. So the. The broadcasters in Canada are like massive, massive Oilers homers. Sure. They're like my least favorite commentators to listen to on Sportsnet. Um, Are they talking about his grit and determination to put his face in front of the puck or something? Dog. I think it was um, (laughs) Louis DeBrusque, like Jake DeBrusque's dad, he's the color guy, Uh uh, said that well, you can tell how tough his skin is. Oh, shut up. Because he didn't bleed when it hit him in the face. <laughs> Come they, on, uh... man. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's the shit I have to put up with. Um, and like, <laughs> but David's played fine, but he hasn't even really cooked to his full potential yet. So There's, uh, I'm that's just not, terrified that's not the, they're going to win the, the only, fucking Stanley Cup, uh, That's man. not the only good face shot, though. But uh, as far as L.A. Edmonton goes, I think... Listen, the scoring's fucking bonkers. They're it's 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 the best series so far. I think if you're not besides the Leaf series, which I'm really emotionally invested in, I think that the L A Edmonton's phenomenal. I think L A is going to win the next game. It's going to go to Game Seven, and it's going to be fucking. Oh, that insane. would be so fun! It's going to be insane. I, I, Everything fuck, you want. It's fucking. It's physical. It's fast. It's fucking. The fans are fucking bonkers. Even the L A fans are fucking bonkers. It's really. Oh cool. yeah, the L A fans are great. It's great. Really good time. Uh, and also, but the other problem is Game Six is until Saturday. The yeah, schedule, scheduling shit's real fucked up. Um, well, I I mean, it, it is nice to have like a good you know Saturday night hockey game, but that's a but, big uh, that's a big uh, time off, and I think that's mainly because of basketball. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, I think it's because the Lakers and the there's other. Oh, shit that, are going that makes on. a lot of sense. Actually, Knicks and shit I was, like that. I, I thought maybe they're doing that just to like have like hockey night in Canada Saturday. No, I think but they're just. I think that, they're just booked up that really but makes sense yeah also weird stat i ran across two road teams uh so far in the playoffs 14 and 3 they're on a 14 3 run Holy right now shit it's one of the it's one of the weirdest stats i've seen in a really long I, time that's never happened well it's either i think it was all the game threes every road team won yep. which i mean they're the like the higher seed or whatever but mm, still weird still speaking uh, of shots to the face Isles canes yes, uh <laughs> Hiles Keynes, I don't know if you watched that one either, but Sebastian Ajo caught a real gnarly shot to the face. But instead of it going in for a goal for him, it bounced off and Brock Nelson shot it in like one time did off of his face. Oh, it bounced off his face and he one time did in. But he was leaking. Like he was dripping. All, it was bad. It was really uh kind of gross. I, I saw a tweet about that, mm-hmm. but uh was that was that just last night? Uh yeah. No, that was the night no, before. No, the night before, night before, yeah. Yeah. Um I was doing something and missed it. Maybe I was watching a different hockey game. Probably well, what was happening. Like, well, I wish I was too, because I had money on the Canes <laughs> and uh they fucking shit the bed for me. I mean they should have won. Uh the Islanders came out to a real hot start. They scored, I think it was up two nothing right off the rip. But uh, again, uh on my notes here it says fuck the Islanders. <laughs> um, I mean, they just just scraped out an OT win uh, to stay alive by the, uh, just by the skin of their balls. They so you, you think it's over in six? Then I do. You don't think I mean, it's going I think, game seven. No, I think I think Carolina is going to uh, shoot this dog in the head. Hopefully, um, I just I, I I just hate the Islanders. I don't like all them. the power. I don't, to I don't like their jerseys. I don't like their style I, of play. I don't like what they uh, don't. I, they I really for. don't like their future prospects. Uh, <laughs> There's been a lot of um, Bo Horvat discourse in yeah, Vancouver, as you would expect. Sure, um, and I think that's way too big of a can of worms to open up. But maybe we can jump into that like post mortem on uh, the Patreon this week. Yeah, well, let's see. Uh, I mean, let's just see where it goes. Hopefully, once yeah. they get, once they get eliminated, you'll you'll kind of have more of a a vibe on it. 
Totally. Um, let's see. We talked about Wild Stars. Islands. Uh, what else we got left here? Oh, uh, is this tonight too? Or no, it's tomorrow. Bruins, Florida. That was last night. That was last night. Bruins stayed alive. But I mean, they're pl- playing tomorrow. But uh, I mean, Florida stays alive, right? Yeah. That was that, good for that, them. Good for them indeed. Because honestly, coming from being a President's Trophy team to just getting waxed in the first round, I mean, they they got embarrassed last year uh, too and lost uh, way too early. But Boston's fucking great. Uh, yeah. And for them to hang in this tough and bring it to three two is huge. They win one more game and it's that's a series. It's, it's, hey. Then it, then it's Who anybody's knows? game, am I right? Also, so, uh, th- this game was happening when I was at the the Wranglers game. Yeah, uh, it sounded like from what I read that Florida was like really outplayed. Yeah, oh yeah, there. Uh, but it, the best part was uh, former Saber Linus Ulmark, who everybody can't take turns sucking bone dry this year. Uh, yeah, fucked up big time. Huge oh, fuck. Oh yeah. Uh, it was, it was, uh, the, the game winning goal, uh, went behind the net and he went to go play it and he just basically gave it away in front of the net and fucked up and they scored. I was, <laughs> I was talking with the missus about this last night. Yep. Uh, what do you feel like as a Sabres fan, the, the Allmark Renaissance? Okay. So I was also- Renaissance, like, but like him just like, you know, being the motherfucker this year. So I also saw a stat that I didn't write down in my notes here, but I don't remember Just what it was. Just make it up. I will make it up. And you can uh, fact check me on this, guys. Uh, but I believe it's f- of four of the last five years, the, the Sabres goalie that they traded away that year ended up winning uh, the Jennings Trophy. Is it the best? <sighs> is that's it, yeah. best combined Sabres. Is it Jennings? Right? Whatever it is. One of those gold goaltending trophies. Not the Vezina, but the other goaltending trophy. They, yeah. So it was like, uh, I forget who they were, but basically, whenever the Sabres trade away a goalie, they just get awesome. So okay. try try well, to trade for that's one of cool. them. So please, someone try to trade for Comrie, um, <laughs> or UPL. You can have whoever you want. He's going to win the Jennings next year. But uh, I love UPL as a person. I mean, just just from here, he was a really nice guy. He seemed really cool. Uh, he did bail on us, but also he was through some of the most torturous years of hockey anyone's ever had to play. But he's a good goalie. I don't, I don't think on any other team besides Boston, he's winning a Vezina. But hey, that's part of it. I mean, good for him. Yeah. But, but also, fuck him. You know what I mean? He and, scored and that fuck, goal. And he he scored a goal against the Canucks. But yeah, fuck Boston. Yeah, absolutely, fuck uh, Boston and fuck every I, single team and fuck everyone that lives in that city. That's unless, right. Unless you're listening to this podcast, which I don't know. In why which you case, what? I think we have one Boston listener. Uh, I like that guy. He's nice. Sh- Teddy from uh, Southie. Uh, so let's see. We got Bruins, Florida, Seattle, man. Oh, the only two. We got two left. We got, yes. we'll, we'll save the Leafs for last, but we got uh, New Jersey, New York, which is going on tonight. Which oh, is gonna be my a, guys. A hot little, hot little match. No one has won a home game in this series, which is a, a strange Strange yeah, deal. Yeah, really odd. Jersey goes down uh, two. They lose the first two home games. Then they go into MSG and win two fuck? games in a row. Wild. Um, I, I I I tabbed over to the Leafs game and it's three nothing for my my Devils. Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah. I yep. by the way, I don't know if you saw. I the tweet is out there. I did pick the Devils to win uh, the Stanley Cup uh, in my in prior to my uh, in my in my bracket, my initial bracket. Um, just because also because I want Lindy to win it. But uh, I mean, Hughes looks great. I love Hughes. Who doesn't? Oh, he's I, so good. Very questionable I, that they don't want to bring I, Luke Hughes in. I know Lindy doesn't make changes when they're when they've been winning. Uh, but I don't know if you want to bring on. in Luke Hughes. I think come on, bring him in. It's like, no, come on, give me a little Luke Hughes. Come on. Uh, I actually have this in my notes. Um, Jack Hughes is so fucking cool. Yes. Uh, and then I also write, and so is Quinn. He had a. Uh, interview i forget if it was in game three or game four um after the yeah. first period where he scored that that breakaway mm-hmm. goal yes and the so i forget if it's the, the the tnt i think it's the espn broadcast they love sucking off the rangers oh don't they ever they love it so much and it pisses me off as like a pretty much neutral party yeah um and the the person doing the 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 interview with Jack Hughes says they asked like so what does it feel like to be up one nothing on the New York Rangers and he gave like a pretty good response for being like a tired hockey player mm-hmm. and then so a beautiful goal 
what's going through your head as you're going down on a breakaway against Igor Shosturkin? <laughs> and Jackie says, I mean, not 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 much. Like, I mean, he's a good goalie, but I'm a good hockey player too, so I'm just out there doing my thing. Yeah. <laughs> like he, I agree. He offers like such good, somewhat annoyed commentary, which is exactly how Quinn Hughes does interviews as well. And mm-hmm. I, I love it so much. Like it's not boring hockey player. Like the man's got a brain. I heard him on 32 thoughts. I think like a year ago, he was like a podcast guest and oozing charisma. Yeah. Love the Hugheses. That is in nothing that, but love. That is in uh short supply in the NHL, especially in interviews. That's also why I like Devin Levi. Cause he is, um, he's already annoyed by Buffalo reporters. Hell uh, yeah. Famous, famous Buffalo reporter. Uh, again, I don't know if I mentioned him last time, um, who banned me from Twitter for saying the F word or block me, uh, Paul, Ham- <laughs> Paul, Paul Hamilton. And I didn't even swear to him like, fuck you, Paul. I was like, Paul, I fucking love you. And he's like blocked. But, um, he asked him a dumb question. Like what, what, what happens when you let up a bad goal? Do you just, uh, do you just got to let it go? Or do you want He's like, I don't know, man, being a goalie, you get scored on. What do you want me to say? You just keep playing the game. He looked like pissed at him. Like, so I like that about him. Um, that rocks. Yeah. And uh, he, it, it, we need better interviews. But the Hugheses are fun. And that's also why I think they got to bring Luke Hughes in. Because if you have the guy with the vibes of a Jack Hughes, don't you want him to bring his brother in for the playoffs in this run and juice oh, it up a little yeah. bit? It feels like a no-brainer, Lindy. Come on, let's go. Did you just see that save by Shesterkin? No wonder ESPN yeah. loves him so much. Well, he's a good guy. He's this good game goalie. rocks. Uh, <laughs> and then the last yeah, series, cool. I, last I hope New Jersey wins, here. but hey, I'm, I'm down for watching more of it. Sure. I mean, let's go. Let's go, Devils. I guess. And then yeah. finally, Tampa Bay Leafs. By the way, Tampa Bay, and I noticed this too yesterday. Uh, Tampa Bay was plus 1100 to win the series and it went down to plus 800 today so the money is moving towards people thinking that tampa bay is going to pull this off and it's very interesting to me because essentially that you get they win one game tonight right say they win tonight yeah. Toronto is going to be in fucking just baby shit mode it's they're going to go that's what i was yeah, that's my biggest thing to say about it is whatever happens, <laughs> yeah. it fucking rules uh, narratively yeah. because you either have, all right, the Maple Leafs are moving on to the second round, mm-hmm. they've slayed the dragon, yes. and they all either have to play the big, scary Boston Bruins who you'd ex- who like they have playoff history with before. Like That yeah. was the first great Toronto choke job that I mm-hmm. can remember yeah. was when they blew that game seven. Yep. And... It was four one, mm-hmm. uh, or it's they have to play the Florida Panthers, who mm-hmm. have Matthew Kachuk, who just somehow knocked out the big scary Bruins, and yep. then also you're thinking, well, thinking that's a very winnable series. Are we going to see Toronto in the conference finals? That's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, like fuck Toronto, but like I, I yeah. still, I'm interested to see that. I like seeing like this new new story play out. Uh- as or tr- it's good they for play the, the fucking hits, baby. They're going up there. They're playing like everything counts. They're playing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing, too, is like I, I, I want to see a meltdown and lose because obviously that's what I want. But it is great for the league if Toronto wins. They are a very likable team, despite how much I don't like them. Uh, they have a lot of really good players and stuff. But I mean, if that's why this bet's so funny. Like you can basically bet yeah. you can basically bet like right now or before the game started, you could bet a hundred bucks to win basically like almost nine hundred bucks. Um so like Oh, that is and all they have to do Ooh. is win, win tonight, and then it's a 50-50 shot against a Toronto team who has to go on the road and is just actively shitting their pants. Just fucking yeah. scared. They're just fucking scared. Um, Let me see what it is now. I'll, maybe I'll put some money up. I don't know. Well, money. I mean, I don't know what the score. Yeah, I don't know. You could do to win the series, you could look at. Um, yeah. But if, if, if Tampa wins tonight, it's fucking devastating for them mentally. They're, t- Toronto will be mentally fucked, which I'm really looking yeah. forward to. And that, and that's the thing, too, is that Toronto or Tampa this year is absolutely not the same team that won those uh, all those times, right? Like, I feel like they're they're definitely built different, a little different. Yeah. Uh, they're a little older. They're a little more hurt. They're yeah, little they're more, missing they're, Pilat. They're missing yeah. McDonough. Like, 
but they're still so tough. They just the the second the playoffs click in, they just go into this mode where they just know what the fuck they're doing. They they just feel like they can control the game a lot more. And to be completely honest, if you've watched every game in the series, and uh, I have, Toronto only definitively won one of these games. Oh uh, yeah, they they the, the, Toronto. I, I haven't looked at the like advanced stats or anything, but uh, Tampa Bay has been fucking beating their ass, and they they're lucky they scraped out with those two wins. The fact that it's uh, you know three whatever it is now what is it three oh three my one. god three one right now that is absolutely fucking insane to me but as of right now it's two one in the third and i probably just jinxed them but let's go tampa uh, let's so see. go tampa so uh weirdly maybe this was score effects of like crappy hockey from the lightning being down so much but the leafs um when they lost 7-3, had like 59% of scoring chances and like 58% of expected goals. Hmm. Um, and 59% of the Corsi. So, I don't know, were they just goalied? In a set? Very odd. Uh, this is at 5-on-5. Five five. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, they shit on them game two. They had like, yeah. you know, 64% expected goals. They actually had slightly less scoring chances that game. But game three... Uh, that's when they really shit the bed and won, like, despite themselves. They, uh, there was a bad penalty in that game, I believe, too, that yeah, fucked them. Yeah, that was, that was the overtime. That was, like, the comeback overtime. Yeah. Um, Ryan O'Reilly. But, yeah. yeah, they were, like, 33% expected goals. And then game four, 53% expected goals, but only 35% of scoring chances. Corsi was about even. So I guess it's, like, kind of all over the place, depending on, like, which fancy stat you look at. Last game, it, it feels but, like it feels like over. Like if you I, watch the whole game, that Tampa will control the entire game, and then they'll have little hiccups here and there that fuck up, and Toronto pounces on them, which sucks shit. Yeah, that's what I would say too. Is like if you're eye testing, yeah, the games, I 100 percent agree with you. So I guess I'm I'm glad I looked up the fancy stats to maybe make myself look at it a different way. But uh, yeah, that's uh, I'm that's excited. Cool. I'm excited to get into this third period uh, right now, actually. Yeah, well, why don't we uh, why don't we do that? Because it's been well, we're gi- we're giving big juicy pods without Stefan here. I know. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Koa, thanks for coming on. That is at Koa Bra with yeah. an H yeah. on Twitter. If you want to give Koa a follow, please we'll be in the episode description as well. Go look at my and, eggs and uh, onions. Yeah, for uh, for me, Aaron, for Koa, for his. I was going to say substitute teacher, but his no, aid. My aid. Um, thanks for watching or listening, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Wow! Wow!